1: Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross.
0: And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 138, and I'm your host, Anne Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today says you can argue with religion, you can argue beliefs, but you cannot argue with someone's story. And joining me on today's show is Anna Collins. Anna runs White Flag, a lifestyle brand that creates handmade linen flags aimed to start conversation about Jesus Christ through simple designs inspired by biblical truths. Now on today's show, Anna is going to share the process is more important than the destination. She's gonna talk about in order to stand tall, your roots must be deep And if you're scared, it means that something is on the line and it matters. And if it didn't matter, the enemy would not be trying to stop you with fear and so much more. Welcome to the show, Anna. Hi,
1: thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored.
0: Oh, you are so very welcome. Share with everyone, if you will. I'm giving all of my guests an opportunity to do this. And I'm really inspired about uh, your business. How did you come to the decision that you were going to create handmade linen flags. Were it Was it a number of different experiences? Were you always a creative and then you decided, you know what, I'm gonna start this business. How did that transpire for you?
1: You know, it's kind of a crazy story. Um, it, it actually started way back when I was a, a child. My grandmother um, lived in Germany during the war. And I remember kind of hearing some stories when I was younger and she told me one in particular about um, how she had to wave a white flag to surrender to the planes that were flying above her. And, and I, I guess that just always stuck with me. Um, I remember asking her what a white, why did she wave a a white flag? What did that mean? And, um, she told me, well, it means, you know, surrender. And so I, I think I just, that story just stuck with me. I carried it with me for a long time. And then, um, yeah, I, I, one day I had this, this vision of this man walking into this, this home and, and seeing a white flag and just being captivated with Jesus's presence, mm. and I just kind of chased that vision and, and coupled it with this story that I was told when I was younger and about white flag surrender and and the, and the first
0: white flag. <laughs> yeah, wow. So tell us if you will, and I I'd, I'd love to give you this opportunity because you know sometimes oh. when we start a business idea which is really unique. I mean, this is such a unique product that you have in the market. And I love it that, you know, sometimes it can be difficult to find a mentor or find, you know, the right steps, or the right process to really get this idea off the ground. And because we're Christian businesses, so we have someone, a CEO, working for us that opens yeah. the, the, the doors, of obviously. But what were some of the things that you did that really supported you in getting this business idea off the ground, um, to now of course really being impacting the lives of people who are now enjoying, you know, having these white flags. What was the process for you? I know it's going to be very helpful for people who are listening and watching that perhaps have an idea or, to, or another idea for a business that that is quite unique.
1: Well, you know, I I was so. Um blessed in the fact that I actually ran a business before I launched White Flag. I ran a clothing line for a couple of years and that kind of got me started in, in the entrepreneur um, realm. So I, I kind of had already gotten my feet wet in that and and learned how to run a business. So that definitely helped. But I would say um, for a small business, starting it out, it's, it's all about just mapping it out, taking notes. I took a lot of notes when I would come up with ideas, I would write them down. I would log them into like a little journal and, and some of them worked and some of them stuck. Some of them didn't. And, and just really leaning into that process and, and figuring out, you know, what is my mission? What is my, um, purpose in this and just going with that. And like I said, logging all of your ideas is so important because sometimes you'll, you'll have an idea and you'll write it down and, and you'll forget about it um, yes. at times. And then you'll, you'll be able to come back and be like, Oh, you know what? This actually works now. I'm going to kind of bring that in and use that now. Yeah, so amazing. that was really amazing. helpful for me.
0: Yeah, thank you for sharing that. I know sometimes in business, you know, there can be ups and downs, learnings, um, and, and there, there are always, as you said, there are ideas that you have or things that you that you do in your business and you think, oh, okay, didn't quite have the outcome that uh, I h- hoped for, uh, however, never really to give up, continue to really move forward. And I think the mission is so important, isn't it? The why and the purpose. Why am I doing this? And that that, that is bigger than us and as Christian entrepreneurs it often is because we want to build kingdom businesses that honor him in every way that will keep our focus and that will really keep us heading in the right direction now let's talk about the process is more important than the destination share more
1: about this oh gosh i could talk about this for hours yeah the um so over the over the course of white flag and and from when i started it to now Um, I was honestly in a, in a bit of a wilderness season. Um, there was a lot of times where I felt like my faith was really tested and I didn't quite understand. I I felt like, okay, God, I'm, I'm chasing after this vision that I feel you gave me. Um, and I'm not sure where I'm headed with it, but I just remember there were so many times where I felt just stuck. I didn't know why I was doing what I was doing. Um, and honestly, at the at the other side of it, I remember looking back and thinking, okay, that entire wilderness process was just a lot of refining. Um, my heart was refined, my vision was refined, and so I just, I, I really believe that the process is so much more important than the destination. The process is where you go to be um, refined, yeah, mm-hmm. and and your vision just becomes a little more chiseled and a little bit more clear. Yes. So,
0: yeah, I. And- learned- us in a oh, big way so <laughs> important and I think many of us in business and even in life can certainly um, relate to those periods of being in the wilderness or a season in wilderness. Some of us have been in the season of wilderness uh, longer than others and it really goes to show that you know it depends on where God is really taking our character and where he's shaping us. What were some of the things looking back that you continued to do because sometimes in those season in the season of wilderness, we can just give up and just walk away and go, you know what, I'm just not going to continue anymore. Because often it triggers in us and has us be refined and shaping the character that often is, um, you know, releasing things and, and, and transforming us. That's where the Holy Spirit works and transforms us. Not often the easiest thing. What were some of the things that you did that enabled you to stick with it so that you could come up the out the other side uh, with these learnings and 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 really seeing that you have been transformed, what were some of those things that you did?
1: Oh, okay. So something that I'm still practicing daily right now. It's it's become kind of like my sacred thing that that I do for myself every single morning. I wake up and I have my quiet time, mm-hmm. um, which going to the word and and reading or or just sitting with my coffee in the morning or just having those 30 minutes. Just to be and recenter and refocus was massive for me in yeah. that wilderness season. Um, it was just a way for me to kind of prep my heart and my mind for the day, and it also got me right back, you know, in in a very intimate space with Jesus. Um, mm. I could just meet with him and connect with him and be ready for whatever the day had for me. Because in in the wilderness seasons, there's really just no direction. Mm. You lack a lot of direction it feels kind of dark it can feel very isolating and and lonely and so that for me those intentional 30 minutes that I would take every single morning were just massive for me at that time yeah and I'd imagine through that time
0: now when you look back uh, and and there are seasons where it's really fruitful you know um, but where we are reminded of, and often in the season of wilderness, this is for me too, I'd love to hear your insights, that Mm -hmm. we're reminded of how important it is to put our trust and our faith and our hope in who He is, our identity in Him, no matter what is going on in our life, whether it is a season of of wilderness or one where, you know, of abundance. Was that reminded to you? And is that something that you continue to, to really hold near and dear to you? Um. What the the morning routine? The morning routine, but being reminded to put your trust, hope, and faith in Him, and that your identity, so that no matter what is happening in your business, that you're not um, impacted, and you know through that,
1: but really focusing
0: first and foremost on Him. Mm. Absolutely,
1: I'm such a big believer in how you start your day. It's just massive in the way that your day unfolds and pans out, both emotionally and physically. Um. so yes, those, those mornings were big for me because I, I was able to connect with him and, and make sure that, that my eyes were fixed on him, regardless mm-hmm. of what the day threw at me, whatever my circumstances were, however lonely or isolated I felt in the wilderness or whatever lack of direction I felt, I had those, those moments in the morning where I could connect with him and just know that yes. he was there yeah, and I could feel him there, even if. The day got so chaotic and out of control or or even if it didn't and it was quiet and silent no matter what I connected with him in that morning, I was able to carry that with me throughout the day.
0: Yeah, that segues beautifully into the next point where you say, you know, in order to stand tall, our roots must be deep. Now, when you say that, what do you mean by
1: that? okay so it's it's funny because I so in that time of wilderness I I had to try and find things that really brought me joy because like I said the wilderness can be um, very isolating very dark at times mm-hmm. and so I I remember I, I was just searching for things that would bring me joy and I ended up gardening of all things mm-hmm. and it was just one of those moments where I felt like I met God while I was gardening which I hear happens so often a lot of women really love to garden because they just find that they meet God in those moments mm-hmm. um, which now that I've done it, I totally see, see how that could happen. But I was gardening and I remember just kind of feeling this whisper to me that in order for me to be strong and, and tall in my mission within my company, but just as my, like who I am, mm. my roots had to go deep. And I look at it this way, you know, with, I have some plants and this is such a funny way to put it, but I just love it. And I think about it constantly, but there are some plants that um, their roots were just, they hadn't grown really deep yet and when the storms would come through we have some pretty gnarly storms in nashville but when they would come through um they would bend and some of the some of the limbs would break some of them would fall over and they wouldn't produce as much fruit because they would they would be damaged um and then i noticed the ones that were a little bit further into the ground and and i had kind of planted them properly i hate to say that but some of them i didn't do so well some of them i did but the ones that i put a little extra effort into into making sure their roots were going to go deeper i dug the hole a little bit deeper you know i kind of positioned them to to grow well those were the ones that, that stood through the storms mm. and that's kind of where i got you know that little whisper like you know in order for you to stand tall and stand strong your roots have to go deep the deeper your roots are mm. the stronger you'll be
0: yeah i love that yeah. and i think what um we're reminded about about having roots that are really deep you know in business we can often find that well there's ebbs and flows there's t- seasons where we are in the wilderness there are seasons where things are just thriving but it's so important to have those roots remain deep because often in the seasons where things are thriving we you know where our doors are opening we're launching our programs and they're filling up all of those sorts of things if we're not um, if we don't have uh, a process, if you will, like what you talked about, that you'd spend time with him deliberately, intentionally, what can often happen then is that we can err on the side of pride and, oh, look at this, you know, I'm doing really great things. So that's really important that the roots must be deep. What other situations have you been through as you're growing your business that you've constantly been reminded of how important it is to have roots that are deep into the word into into him what what are some other lessons that you've learned even maybe situations where you've seen ah this is so important
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, in our first year, which um, honestly, we're, White Flag is only about a year and a few months old. Mm. We're, we're still fairly new. But um, in our first year, we were so um, blessed to be offered a lot of opportunities to be able to do some really exciting things. Yeah. Uh, and some of them were not right for us um, at the time. Mm. And exciting as they were and as much we, as we wanted to do them, um, they just weren't right for us. And I remember feeling like if we had done that, we probably would have broken or we would have suffered a serious hit. Mm -hmm. And so that, there were quite a few moments actually in that where um, I, that kind of came into play. Our roots needed to be a little bit deeper so that we could stand a little taller um, to be able to do those things and not bend or not compromise our mission or, or our purpose or our story. So
0: that was that yeah. in itself, I think, is a huge insight for so many of us. I'd love for you to discern around what was it that enabled you to come up to that decision that, you know what, this is a great opportunity uh, and would be if we were so much further progressed. What was it that enabled you to come up with that decision? Because ultimately, had you said yes, as you said, the it really could have impacted quite negatively um, your, your business. So what were some of the things that you went through at that time to help you realize, you know what, no, now is not the best time for us to say yes to this opportunity. What was that for you?
1: You know, honestly, as simple as it sounds, I think it was just a lot of just intuition and gut feeling mm-hmm. and just sitting with God in those moments and just saying like, is, is this right for us right now? Yeah. And if you really sit and you, and you're quiet and you listen, you will know. Mm-hmm. And, as I mean, I used to always just kinda cringe at that when people would tell me that. You know, my my faith stories of, you know, as most are, just kinda up and down. I had mm-hmm. some moments um in my life where it's, hearing something like that, I I would probably have cringed. Just <laughs> um, roll on um, <laughs>
0: the roll your eyes kind of, yeah, whatever. But
1: <laughs> just roll your eyes and just not, you know, just take it with a grain of salt. But mm-hmm. I I think, you know, running Running a business and, and really sitting with the Lord and letting the Lord kind of like be your, your partner in it, you yes. know, and just go to Him in that conversation and just say, Lord, is this right for me right now? And really pray about it. You'll know. Yeah. You'll know. Sometimes it's because
0: we're, we're, we're looking for the answer that we want Him to give. So we'll ask differently, and it's kind of like, nah,
1: I'm still, still going to be a no. <laughs> Oh, and if you're being extra stubborn, like I typically am, sometimes lists are just helpful because I'll do a, why should I do this and why should I not? And that's always, you know, but at the end of the day, it really is just like a, I'm a, I'm a very like gut driven, intuition driven person and yeah. feel that it's just not the right time and usually roll with that. Yeah. But I, honestly, it's really just a lot of conversation and, and honest conversation with myself and with the Lord. Mm. So.
0: really great insight I love that and you know sometimes what what will happen for me and I think this really speaks beautifully with what you've just said too that sometimes if we are about to make a decision and there's just that that you know, that gut feeling, as you said, that just doesn't feel right. There's something niggling. That in itself may very well be your answer. If you're struggling with something, if it was an easy yes, if it was a yes, if it was, you know, then then that can in, in itself be um, the reason why you don't. Similarly to if you're feeling pulled in a direction um, like an opportunity speaking or something you know and the Lord is saying you know what you really want to get out there and do some more speaking and then someone's doing a course on speaking and speaking just shows up it's that can sometimes also be, you know, hang on a minute, this is a direction where God is, um, is really calling you to now step into. And I think what's really important, I think that you've said this, you know, you were journaling down things and writing down things, bringing things up in prayer, what's happening in some of the verses that you're reading. When you take a step back and kind of see that and the conversations that you're having, often then you can see that there is a direction there. There's a theme that, that is occurring have you found that to be true too, that if there's something that is, is leading and guiding you to a certain direction that you know, you know what, this is where the Holy Spirit really is is directing my path mm-hmm. now. Have you found that too in your business?
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's funny because I really do keep a lot of journals and I'm kind of a hoarder with journals. Mm-hmm. I have about three that I just kind of, yes. you know, I don't I don't continue one. I'll just kind of mm-hmm. bounce around all of them and and I will sometimes go back and I'll flip through the pages and I'll find something that maybe yesterday I was thinking about it, mm-hmm. but I wrote it down six months ago. And yeah. I just, like I said, forgotten and and it'll pop up and it'll, it'll pop up in my mind or in my heart or something. And then somehow I'll be led back to this page where I wrote it down. And it's moments like those where I really feel like, okay, mm-hmm. I need to follow this. I need yes. to figure out where this is, this is leading me. Um, and that's, I mean, a majority Of the um, ideas or or the flag designs that we have came from stuff like that so Mm,
0: yeah so so true now let's talk about if you're scared it means something is on the line it matters if it didn't matter Mm -hmm. the enemy wouldn't be trying to stop you with fear sometimes what the enemy does is it is he will give a lot of distractions and and doubt and all that distraction doubt disappointment, these can all really be elements of the enemy keeping us stuck from the path that we're, where God really wants us to head in in our business. But share more about this. If we're scared, it means something's on the line. What have you done that has really supported you in keeping focused uh, on on the journey that you know, or the process and the journey that you know is important?
1: Well, if it doesn't matter to you, you aren't going to be scared, right? Mm -hmm. If there's nothing that's on the line, I mean, why would you feel fear if it didn't matter? Why would you feel fear if if there wasn't something that that really mattered to you and was important to you, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I, if I'm, if I'm about to go do something, um, you know, meet up with, with uh, somebody and, and, and I, I don't feel any, any fear um, or no, that's not even a good example. I, I feel like, I just feel like if there's, if there's fear, it means that there's something that you, um, that you really care about, that you're, that's just very important to your heart. And um, so I, I'm just, whenever I feel fear, that's actually kind of a driving force for me. Whenever I feel any sort of, any sort of fear, fear, or anxiety, I'm always like, okay, all right, there's something to this. There's something waiting for me on the, on the other side. And this mm-hmm. excites me, you know, because I, I know that if there's something trying to stop me, it's for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I, I typically tell that to anybody that comes to me with any, questions about business i I always am just like it hey, look if you're feeling fear there's there's something waiting for you on the other side that's that's really important that really matters yes. and and that's always been just like I said a big driving force for me in my business yeah. so
0: and so would you say you're someone that often because this is sometimes what I'll do I'll say yes to something if I know it's a really good opportunity I'll go yeah certainly and then you go back to your office and go what did I just say yes to but you know that it's going to be all right you can chunk it down and I'd love you to speak about what are some of the things then you do to really support you because you know it, it's good that we remind ourselves that where we're heading and we keep focused doing all the things that you said is important but the enemy will continue to throw his, his arrows our way to keep us stop, to keep us stopped from continuing our journey so what are some of the things that you've done and maybe it's just a re-emphasis of what you've spoken about today that um that keeps you focused and still moving forward? Because we can say yes and we can start to move forward, but, um, and and not, and be fearful of taking that next step and then the next step and still not really reaching our goals. So what are some of the things that you've done to keep you focused and moving forward towards that mission and the vision that you know has been planted in your heart?
1: Yeah, I think this also goes hand in hand with the, um, in order for you to stand tall, your roots need to go deep. Like I said, if the enemy is throwing things at you, Mm -hmm. um, you've got to make sure that you're very, very rooted in, you know, your time with the Lord and and with him in order to stand tall and be able to withstand those things. Um, so for me, um, some things that, that have kept me moving forward in the face of fear, um, has been just a lot of quiet time. I can't stress that enough time where I'm able to just, um, push out all the noise and distractions Mm -hmm. and just sit. And sometimes it is in the word, and sometimes it's just to sit. Yeah. Um, the silence, it, it can be a, a really good reset button. Mm-hmm. Um, and and just kind of uh, stripping away, like I said, all the distractions and coming back to the root of why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of uh, encouragement for me is... Um, I love highlighters (laughs) and so I'll go through the Bible and I'll find verses that stick out to me and I'll highlight them and I'll write them down and I'll kind of just ingrain them in my mind, Mm -hmm. um, and keep those kind of on repeat in my mind. Um, if I'm feeling any fear, um, you know, a lot of, um, like music, music has always been very helpful for me. I like to listen to a lot of just, uh, instrumental music, Mm -hmm. um. I also listen to a lot of Icelandic music, a lot of oldies as well as it reminds me of my childhood, which again is also goes hand in hand with if your roots go deep, you'll stand tall. So it takes me back to myself, back to my core, you know, so just things that, that bring you back to you and, and, and bring you back to, um, which I ultimately think brings you back to the creator, brings you back to the Lord, um, is, is just key to yeah. fighting and battling that fear. Yeah. Yeah. I love
0: the way that you've explained that a couple of reasons because it reminds us that uh, he as we've said over and over again throughout various shows you know he knitted us together in our mother's womb so he knows what we need as far as support to keep us motivated to keep us in action rather than being you know scared or fearful so we're inactive um, and you know what may work for someone else may not necessarily be something that we find Um, helpful but it's important to really be in tune with what you know will support you whether that be quiet time whether it be going for a walk whether it be going to the bush whether it be gardening Um, Mm. you know I think sometimes in the most simplest of activities it allows us just to even a kinesthetic activity like gardening is isn't it you're getting your hands dirty you're planting something you're creating um, an environment in which something else will continue to grow lots of different things it's in that that will enable you to just relax and and not sort of be in that headspace all the time i think that's important isn't it we can often get in that headspace and and then anxiety hits and then stress hits and and we're never really giving ourselves time or space to just be yes yeah yes yes i
1: think it's so important it's so important to find those things that fill you up and fill your spirit up and ultimately connect you back to the lord because for me Those things, like I said, they are gardening. They are that quiet time. Mm. that just, again, takes away all the distractions and all the noise and gets me centered and gets me back to myself. And like you said, for everybody, it's different. Mm. Um, But finding those things that just fill you up and bring you joy. Yeah,
0: so, so true. So tell us a little bit more about uh, your business and, of course, about White Flag and, of course, how people can access the flags, get flags. Tell us more.
1: Oh, I would love to. Okay, so like you said, um, we White Flag makes these handmade linen flags that are, um, they display these minimal designs that are inspired by biblical truths. So all of our flags are um, white <laughs> um, to, uh, you know, the universal uh, symbol of surrender is the white flag. So the mission is to have these flags, you know, you can hang them in your home or in your dorm room. We see a lot of dorm rooms, offices. Um, we even have some businesses that hang them up in their, you know, coffee shops and things like that. And the point is that you hang it as a um, symbol of you surrendering to the, to the Lord's will for your life and his story that that you've lived and that he's created for you. Um, but also the, the symbols um, are intended to spark these conversations about your faith and about Jesus Christ. It's a it's a not overtly kind of Christian way to start that conversation. Um, and a lot of that came from, you know, me growing up in the church and, and not I didn't really grow up in the church. I, I grew up within it, but not in it, if you know what I mean. Um, I was in the walls, but didn't didn't really understand. Um, what i was learning or or i didn't really felt feel like i fit in into that environment and the big reason for that is because the church that i i went to doubled as a school and so a lot of the kids in the youth program um, already knew their bibles forward and backward and and had these verses memorized and and i did not and i felt a lot of shame you know around asking any questions about about jesus or um about the bible at all because i felt you know, like, I, I just didn't know that much. I didn't have the knowledge that these other kids did. And so ultimately, you know, that's kind of a roundabout way of explaining why these flags exist. It's, it's really to be able to spark those conversations in a very organic way, mm-hmm. give people that don't quite feel comfortable to ask this opportunity to still ask by just saying, hey, what does that flag mean? Mm-hmm. And, and opening the door to that conversation for you to share your story and what the Lord has done in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, because like I, you know, mentioned to you earlier, um, people can argue with faith and they can argue with beliefs, but you can't argue with someone's story. Yeah. So, you know, to sit down and really connect with someone and share the Lord through your personal story, I think is just so, so powerful. Mm. So that's why these flags exist.
0: Oh, I love that. And Anna, how can people uh, connect with you? How can they get the flag? What's the website to do that?
1: Sure. Um, our flag is, or our website is www.whiteflag.org. Mm-hmm. Um, and our Instagram handle is, um, instagram.com slash mywhiteflag. Um, you can, I love our Instagram cause it's all of our customers will post mm-hmm. photos of, of their flags and you can see how they're styled throughout different homes. And I just love seeing the way that people, people hang them up in their homes. Um, and yeah, you can just go to our website and you see all of our flags on there mm-hmm. and our mission. <laughs> and, um, something fun about our company is, uh, we partner with, um, currently three different nonprofits. So every time you buy a flag, um, 10% of that flag gets to uh, go towards a nonprofit of your choice. Mm-hmm. So you get to read up on our partners and, and find which nonprofit speaks to your heart. And um, 10% of the profit goes toward that nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of our flags are hand-sewn by single mothers in Nashville. So
0: for all sorts of things. When you yeah, buy a flag. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. So when you know, when you've got that flag, being displayed wherever it is in your office or your home you know that that's been lovingly created by yeah, someone yeah. yeah yeah amazing and of course we'll put all of those details uh, on how to connect with you on our show notes com forward slash tce 138 Anna, can i uh, say a word of prayer as we close up the show for I you
1: i would love that fantastic
0: thank you. father god thank you for the opportunity to speak with anna today and to find out about white flag and uh, her mission and her story and her purpose. Father, you know, we are reminded uh, so often as Christian entrepreneurs that it is the process that uh, we go through rather than the destination and just how important it is for us to find time to spend with you in the Word um, so that we can continue to grow roots that are so deep that even in this challenges, situations, whatever that may be, um, when the enemy tries to discourage us, distract us, that our roots are so deep into your word, into who you are, and in our identity in you, Lord, that it doesn't matter what hits us, we will stand firm. Father, we just want to ask uh, that you continue to bless and to um, show favor on Anna and her business and um, continue to get these flags out there into, uh, yeah, into the homes, into the businesses. And the, the places and spaces that uh, will open up the possibility of conversations where people can share their journeys and their stories and make an impact in the lives of those that they are having that conversation with. And we ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, Thank you so much. Thank you so much for this opportunity, for uh, being that inspiration and that voice and uh, you know, in in, in what you're doing with your work. It's interesting that you are the second guest who's um, creating a flag. Someone else is doing worship flags. You're doing this flag to open up the possibility of having a story sharing. Um, So how God's using, you know, um, gifts and talents and and products um, in his kingdom to further his kingdom. It's just amazing, just amazing. I
1: love that so much. I'm so honoured you asked me to be on the
0: show. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. And I'll certainly go and check out the Instagram again. That's how I found you actually. So really, um, I really do uh, encourage everyone today who is listening. And in actual fact, I will go and tag you in a moment. I've got one other guest, but I will uh, tag you. So go and put in the comments section your Instagram account, if you will, so people can find you. Click through and have a look and how uh, others are using their flags uh, in in their workplaces, in their homes, I think people would love to see that. So yeah, go ahead and do that.
1: I will do that for sure. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, bye for now. Bye.
1: You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneur's Podcast brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. Changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at movement.com. That's be movement.com.
0: This podcast
1: is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-sweetradio.com.